morning and welcome to Sydney United Methodist, both here and uh, out on the internet. Our announcements can be found on the back of the bulletin. Right now with Sidman, we uh, do not have any specific announcements at this time other than the pierogi making and um, selling sheet is on the back table. And I just also put a needs list as far as what we'll need to pull those items together. I'm going to make a batch hopefully this week at home and then calculate how much was used and all that good stuff to figure out approximate ideas of the amounts of what we'll need to have donated. The more we have donated, of course, then the more uh, beneficial this sale would be for uh, the church. So I do have some items back there listed, uh, not quantities, but it will give you an idea if, if you're able to donate any of those items, what we will be looking for for that. Uh, Beaverdale has Bible study at 7 p.m. on Monday, and Saturday a stuffed pork chop dinner. Dunlow has confirmation class at graduation, covered dish dinner after church, and church council after dinner. Uh, that would be today. And Vacation Bible School is going to be in June for Dunlow Bible Study. Uh, you can look ahead there into June. They'll be having some Bible study and some uh, dinner honoring mothers and fathers after church also in June. And for the charge, May 28th is Pentecost. Are there any other announcements? Oh, the fish inspectors that you were given when you came in is for you to put on there your suggestion for what the new church is to be called. We have to come up with a, a new identity with a new new name. So write whatever you would like the church to be called, and we'll we won't find out the, the final answer. But next week we may be voting on the choices that you have provided to see which one gets the most votes. What about other technology other than TVs? Uh, anything that we can take to Goodwill and we don't have to pay for it. Okay, so definitely. Okay, so if you're not sure, maybe call Goodwill and see if they'll take it. And if so, then maybe perhaps bring it here first. And if it doesn't sell, then uh, they can take that. So no baby items and no uh, box TVs. Okay. Um, if we will stand. One more. One more? Oh. Yeah. We need to have a short uh, council and trustees meeting after church. Short council? Short. Short. Very, very short. Uh, church council and trustees meeting following service today. Anything else? Okay. So if you will stand and join.
if you will, uh, join in Psalm 47, responsorial. Clap your hands, all you nations. Shout to God with cries of joy. He subdued nations under us, peoples under our feet. He chose our inheritance for us, the pride of Jacob, whom we love. God has ascended amid shouts of joy, the Lord amid the sounding of trumpets. Sing praises to God, sing praises, sing praises to our King, sing praises. For God is the King of all the earth, sing to him a psalm of praise. God reigns over the nations. God is seated on his holy throne. The nobles of the nations assemble as the people of the God of Abraham. For the kings of the earth belong to God. He is greatly exalted. Now if the children will come forward for the children's message. Is there no color in those water balloons? There's no color in those water balloons? Oh, that one, okay. faithful to carry our burdens. Forgive us for forgetting our need for you. 
Forgive us for letting fear and worry control our minds. Forgive us for not following your ways and for living distance from your presence. Thank you that your ways are far greater than our ways and your thoughts far deeper than our thoughts. Thank you for your daily powerful presence in our lives that we can be assured no matter what we're facing, your heart is toward us. Your eyes are over us, and your ears are open to our prayers. Thank you that you surround us with favor as with a shield, and we are safe in your care. We give you praise and honor for your ways and righteous and true, which your ways are righteous and true. We will declare that your love stands firm forever, for your loving kindness endures forever. We pray all of this in your Son's most holy name. We offer prayers for the well-being and safety for the leaders of our country, community, and church. We pray for the safety and well-being of our youth and continue to encourage them on their walk of faith. We pray for the unsaved and unbelievers, for them to turn their backs on their wayward ways so that they may be saved before it's too late. We pray for forgiveness for our going astray and for choosing our way over your way. <clears throat> we pray for the good health and well-being of members of this congregation, their families, friends, and neighbors. We pray for law enforcement, military, especially our First Lieutenant Carl Smith. We pray for health workers and firefighters. We offer our prayers for the many uncalled situations our country is purposely being put through. Give us the strength to survive through this time of distress. We pray for all the tests, trials, and tribulations, whatever the members of this congregation are going through, and ask that you, O oh Lord, provide them with the patience and strength they need to overcome these troubles they are experiencing in their lives. We pray for God's will, that it will lead us and that we will follow it. And we pray for our triune God, our the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We offer prayers for Tom and, and Roseanne Burkett, and we offer for Barry Ace. We know, dear Lord, you know the reasons that those names have been brought up. Now let us, if there's anybody who needs additional prayer, please come forward to the, to the well of the church, and we'll offer some prayers for them. to a close by praying the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Now if you will stand and join in singing Hymn of Faith, My Hope is Built in the Pew Hymnal. It's number 404, or you can read it from the screen.
seated. And you can put your ballots for the name that you'd like the church to be called in the collection place when it's passed, passed around. Uh, would our uh, female ushers please come forward for the presentation of God's tithes, our gifts, and offerings. Gracious God in heaven, we come before you today to hear, read, hear your psalms, uh, hear your word, and sing your hymns, all because of this uh, special Sunday, a Sunday called Ascension Sunday. This is the day your son rose finally to you in heaven. We thank you for these tithes and gifts and offerings that are being presented to you today to help with the running of the church here in Sydney, Pennsylvania, and with spreading the word throughout the area. We pray all of this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, Master, Teacher, and Friend. Amen. You may be seated. Oh, would Alex please come forward? Alex is graduating from high school. No, college. I wanted to see if they were paying attention because they weren't paying attention to the pastoral prayer. Uh, so we have a book here that we would like to present to him. It's a very special, very special book. It's a devotional that can be read year in and year out, year over year, because it's not, it, it's not dated Sunday, May the 21st. It just says May 21st, May 20th, and so forth. And I read this book every day, and if you read it, I'm sure you'll get something out of it. From a very famous preacher in the beginning of the last century, not this century. Uh, and uh, we present it to you. Congratulations on your, your uh, graduation from college. Uh, you may, uh, life has just started. Now that, uh, oh, you're going for a master's degree? You're working. Good. Keep working. You'll get more money working than you will in college trying to get a And your degree is in? Uh, Mechatronic Engineering Technology. We all know what that is. Yeah. And you've gotten a job somewhere around here. Where? Uh, Lane Road Radio Restaurant. Eight minutes down the road. And what do you do there? Uh, set up the manufacturing processes for their manufacturing line and stuff like that. Stuff like that. That's what, that's what we went to college for, to, to work on stuff like that. Congratulations, Ashley. Thank you very much. Enjoy, enjoy the book. And good luck in the rugby. He plays rugby, you know. Rugby. Does everybody know what rugby is? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Jeez. Uh, today's reading is from the lectionary readings, and it deals with the book of Luke, the last chapter, chapter 24, verses 44 through 53. He said to them, Jesus said to them, this is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, 
the prophets and the psalms. Then he opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He told them, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance for the forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my Father has promised. But stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. When he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. Then they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And they stayed continually at the temple, praising God. Words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Uh, the, the Protestants call this the Ascension Sunday. Ascension is usually the, it, it was Thursday. And Thursday is 40 days, believe it or not, after Easter. Ascension always takes place 40 days after Easter. How do I remember uh, it's on Thursday? Because when I taught in the Catholic schools, I'd go in for class and nobody would be there. They'd all be in church. And then I would go, where's everybody at? And they'd say, oh, today is Ascension Thursday. I'm going, oh, I didn't know that. Now I know that. So, where do we go for help? If we want to know how to live a peaceful life, we can look to Jesus for an example. To understand Jesus better, we're told to study the scriptures. How are we going to study the scriptures if we don't even open the Bible? How many open the Bible? Once a year? No? Once a month? No? Every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. Oh, good. Oh, every hand should be going up. You're in, where are you? At a rugby match? Are we at a pirate game? No, we're in church. And the thing that goes along with church is called the Bible. You should be looking at the Bible. What you want to read is up to you. You can, you can follow the, the lectionary uh, and read what it says in the, in the lectionary. Uh, the Protestants have four readings a week. The Catholics have four readings every day. We have calendars in the back that have the readings on it, at least for Sunday, because we're Protestant. And you can read those, uh, those things. You don't have to read all four of them in one day. Read one a day. And behold, you might get something out of it. Okay. So we all can agree that life is confusing at times. To help us through these confusing times, we tend to look for prescribed programs of rules and regulations, such as 10 steps to better parenting, 15 keys to prayer. Go to a bookstore and you'll see rows and rows and rows of books about how to pray. Or seven ways to witness. Our mistake in relying on these types of self-help programs is that we fail to look to the one that can truly guide us through each and every troubled moment. The Holy Spirit. That's where we need to turn to. Even though the Bible may be studied and believed, we have failed to recognize that the old covenant, the law, is over. It's no longer in effect in the Old Testament. Your Christian walk with God only becomes truly alive and real when you come to understand that living within you now, living within each and every one of you now, is the sign of the new covenant, which is the Holy Spirit, brought to us by Jesus Christ. Jesus' ascension is the fulfillment of the law the prophets and the Psalms. While God was here in human form, all eyes and attention, attention were on him. Once he rose, he made space so attention could be directed towards the establishing of his church. 
The proclaiming of God's kingdom now becomes the assignment of the church. As believers living according to God's plan, we too obey our Lord in every detail as we seek to restore people to the lives God has in store for them. The key to the Christian walk and life is to realize that Jesus is alive in you and will direct you moment by moment. Moment by moment. When you respond to the Spirit's leading moment by moment, your walk will be transformed. Jesus' last task before leaving earth was the act of blessing his remaining disciples. That's the last thing he did while he was here on earth. These believers first act they performed as a group after the ascension of Jesus was to spend their time at the temple in Jerusalem bringing praise, honor, and glory to his name. You often think that worshiping the Lord is the way to get blessed. When actually true worship is just simply responding to what God has already done for you. Christ was still blessing the disciples as he ascended, showing that his blessing will always be with them. Just because he couldn't be seen didn't mean that his blessings would cease. Ascension Day is also a lesson in maintaining faith that is not physically present to us. Ascension Day is the 40th day of Easter. It occurs 39 days after Easter Sunday. It's a Christian holiday that commemorates Jesus', Jesus Christ's ascension into heaven. Ascension Day marks the 40th day after Jesus Christ's resurrection according to the Christian belief. That was Thursday. So don't, don't come with me and say, well, today's not 40 days. That was Thursday was the 40th, was the 40th, 40th day. We spend so much money and time and effort in searching for solutions to life's problems. When the solution to our troubles is living right inside of you, the Holy Spirit, He'll solve everything. May not be on your time schedule, but He will solve everything. You just have to have patience. The book of Luke begins with the father of John the Baptist unable to say a word because he didn't believe what he was just told that he was going to, his wife was going to give birth to a boy he didn't believe it so he couldn't speak he was uh, 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 he couldn't speak and he, he uh, uh, couldn't speak and couldn't I'm not sure he couldn't hear uh, but I know he couldn't speak you, yuns, are the temple. Yuns are the temple. The people who are sitting here are the temple. And there's a lady that runs all the money of the temple. The Gospel of Luke ends in the temple with people believing, rejoicing, singing, and worshiping. Some of us are like Zacharias, not saying a word, because we don't believe that the Lord is really with us, and his desire is to bless us just the way we are, so we leave in silence. I get this every time I ask people, would you say that in front of the church? Because they tell me this story. You don't have to, you know, you can leave names out and all that stuff. Nope. Silence. And they remain silent. In 14 years, I've never been able to get any, seven churches, I've never been able to get anybody to witness to the congregation. Others, however, believe because of his word. You believe that the Lord loves you and lives inside of you. He's in there. He's been in there. And he's going to direct you throughout your path, your spiritual path that we're all on, 
We may be in different spots and different locations, but we're all on a spiritual path. Now, what can help you in that spiritual path? Two things. The Holy Spirit and the Bible. You need to look at the Bible. Don't try to read these plans and say, the Bible in one year. You won't know anything at the end of one year, other than there was too much to read at one time. They're asking you to read, read excerpts out of two or three books at the same time. Today. And then you go to tomorrow. Now if you fall behind, you've got to catch all that stuff up. And it's hard to do. And you end up, it's just too much to take in at one time. You don't have to start at the beginning and read to the end. Just open the Bible up if you want to and start reading it. Point your finger at once about it. Okay, that's where I'll start. And read until, you know, you're learning something. You get some. oh, you know, I need to think about that. But it's in the Bible. You're on your spiritual path only relying on the Holy Spirit. The Bible is going to help you in your spiritual path and help you in your life by reading things from the Bible. Read the Gospels, the four Gospels. Read the letters of by Paul. Read what John thinks in Revelation. Or read some history. Read some things in the, uh, in the Old, Old Testament. Read the three books by women. You'll be surprised after a while what you have learned and what it may have done to your blood pressure by lowering it. it it's important to... Uh, uh, it, it, the Bible has sold more books than all the top ten New York Times bookselling top ten authors, which when you go to the library, you'll see that name is almost on every single book. New York Times bestselling author. I wonder if they have to pay to have that. The publishing company, we want that on our book. Because it's on every single book that's been, how can every single book be on the top? Well, you put all those together, and they don't equal what the Bible has sold. The first book printed was the Bible. Back in 1490 or something like that. The first book printed was the Bible. Men who tried to get the Bible into English were hunted down and, 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 and hanged. And their papers burned because they didn't want the, the Holy Bible word to get out to the normal people, to humans. They wanted to keep it to the priests. Maybe I should say they wanted to keep it to the priests. Somebody's speaking, speaking to us. Uh-oh, I better, I better stay right where I am and, and not move. Uh, maybe that's uh, the Mr. Holy Spirit uh, talking. Uh, it's, it's the foundation of our lives, the reading of the Bible. We all have a Bible. Yes? Yes? Is there anybody who doesn't have a Bible? Okay, we all have the Bible. So if, if I ever come over to your house and I see the Bible on the coffee table, I won't pick it up and, and blow the dust off of it because all you do is have it displayed on the, on the coffee table. The Bible, the Bible is, is to be used. You believe that the Lord has forgiven you, and He has. He's forgiven you for everything and will walk beside you. Because of that, you go away rejoicing, worshiping, and praising God. You get out of a worship service what you put into a worship service. You get out of a worship service what you put into a worship service. How can you put things into a worship service? You're just sitting there in, in, in the pews like mannequins or, or like uh, bumps on the log. By, by putting something into the hymns, by singing the hymns with gusto, 
by, by reciting the, the Psalms with gusto, the Lord's Prayer. It's not like our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. No, it's our Father who art in heaven. Put something into it. And guaranteed you will feel different when you leave. Unconditional guaranteed that you will feel different when you leave. And you hear the word of God. You're not hearing my, well now you're hearing my words. But when I read from my script, you're hearing the words of God. Because they were given to me in my research. I'm sure if we all read the, the, the same two pages in the, one of the books that's on this subject, you would pick out different things from the reading than I would pick out. They just jump, I'm not looking for anything when I'm reading the, the, the uh, commentary. It just pops out at me. Why does it pop out at me? Because the Holy Spirit has kicked me in the head and said, you want that? So, okay, so I put it down. And then afterwards, I, I put all the thoughts together, I cut them down, I print them off the printer, and I cut them down, and I throw them up in the air. My job now is to organize them into a sermon. It could be, I could start off with a thought number 13, then I might go to 1, or, four, or, or 30, there's usually 30 some thoughts that I, that I gather in my, in my research. Uh, uh, you know, and it goes, and it could change. And I lay it on the, on the dining room table. <laughs> and I go back and look at it. And I check, now number three goes over here behind number two, after number two. Okay, and, and I change it around. I'm sure if I, if I put all the sheets out now, the, the things would still, would still change. But it would still uh, maintain the same, the same message. What every worship service, with every worship service, the choice is yours. Some people love the hymns. Great. Uh, at least no more than four verses. Uh, I try not to go in, into five, verse five and verse six, uh, time-wise. Uh, some people like the prayers. Believe it or not, some people like the sermons. The message. It, it varies, yes. Where do you turn for help? I've given you the solution to your troubles and to your problems. A key to a joyful life. When you come down to it, it's quite simple. For help, you turn to the Holy Spirit. There's no excuse now. There's no excuse now when you go to heaven and Peter or God or Jesus or whoever encounters you says, uh, what, what's the problem? Oh, my, my troubles, and my, they bothered me uh, uh, in my life on earth. Well, you were given the reason, the way to solve those problems. Your preacher preached that message to you on May the 21st, 2023. I have a, I have a copy of his sermon right here. And here it is on page 5 or 6 or whatever page it is page is going to be on. So you can't use that as an excuse anymore because you've heard what you're supposed to do. It's a key to a joyful life. I'm trying to help you. You could call me doctor, doctor teen if you'd like this. I'm like an uh, amateur psychiatrist. When you come, oh I said that. Now will you leave here silently? Or will you leave here rejoicing today? The choice is yours. Let us pray. Oh Lord, the example your Son provides to us is the way we are to live our lives. Give us the desire to follow his way and the strength and courage enabled to do so. We thank you for this day that when Christ ascended into heaven to be with you, that he left giving us the greatest gift possible, the Holy Spirit. We thank you for what you have given us, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We pray in your most holy name and your Son's holy name that is held in high regard. Amen. Let us now stand and sing our hymn of praise, All Hail the Power of Jesus' Name, and we'll pause after the third verse. So please stand.
the sentient assembly come to know, trust, and rely on the Holy Spirit that is within each and every one of you. When we are in a position where we need help to look to the Holy Spirit for the help we are looking for. In the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, go and earn your day. Let us bring our time together with our Lord to a close by singing the fourth verse of the, our hymn of praise, All Hail the Power of Jesus' Name.